Rising, rising, rising girls. Hello, dear listener. You're listening our Rising Girls Global podcast. We are from Rising Girls Global, an initiative powered by Dior and UNESCO, created under the program Women at Dior. We would like to support young women aged 17 to 25 to land a job in one of five sectors. Business and finance, creative and arts, communications and PR, international and public affairs, and tech. In these podcasts, we aspire to share inspirational stories from younger women on their journey and amazing achievements at such a young age. You can be anything. There are a lot of choices. And we are here for you. Today we are meeting 25-years-old Slovakian Adela Babinska, who is a postgraduate from London College of Fashion with a Master of Arts in Women's Wear. She specializes in tailoring and cross-disciplinary approach linking fashion with fine arts. She has obtained several awards in fashion design and now she is working for Maison Margiela. Hello, Adela. It is such a pleasure to host you here today. Hello, Wilma, and um, it's a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks so much for reaching out. Let's start from very beginning. What did you want to become when you were a child? Was it a childhood dream to become a designer? Oh, yeah. I wanted to be a fashion designer for as long as I can remember. <laughs> I think it was since the age of five. I, I have my first sketchbook when I was five or so. <laughs> that is so nice. And do you remember uh, already your first uh, designs? How did they look like? And what did you dream oh, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you were... <laughs> they were very strange because um, it's just floating dress in the air. No bodies, just empty dresses. <laughs> Very colorful. Oh, that sounds <laughs> very nice. And uh, why did you decide to choose fashion design as a part of your academic path? Mm, that's a that's a difficult question. But um, after giving it a lot of thought during my studies, because we've been asked this question a lot, I believe it's because I come from a fairly dogmatic society. As you know, Slovakia is a post-communist country. And therefore, there is still this sense of uh, rules that has to be fulfilled. And um, I believe that creativity was a way for me to experience that much-needed sense of freedom. And also, um, I come from a very small village, and I was alone a lot when I was growing up. So I believe I learned how to imagine things that I wanted. It was uh, It became a sort of necessity uh, so I guess that explains why I studied art and um, why I studied fashion in particular. Well, I tried different media throughout my studies. I studied graphic design, then I worked in fine art, then I worked in costume design because I was so curious about all the art world. But it has always led me to fabrics, body and fashion eventually. So I guess that's um, that's why. And talking about fashion design, uh, which designers uh, inspire you the most? 
I have one name in particular, Marta Marcella. And such a coincidence, you are uh, you are now also working uh, in in this company. <laughs> I'm not sure if it is a coincidence, but um, I am I'm considered to be very lucky and privileged uh, because this has really been my dream. And I am congratulating you with it because it's it's great to move from London to Paris and to finally accomplish one of your dreams. Maybe that's just a part of your dream and just the beginning of it to work in um, in this uh, company. Oh, thank you. Yeah, well, let's see. <laughs> let's see how it goes since I have just moved into Paris, but hopefully it will be all good. I'm very excited. And uh, which uh, is the most uh, exciting part of your job? I would say, for me, it's the moment when you look at the garment and you eliminate everything that's not necessary and all of a sudden it works. It all makes sense. It's like magic for me to see the transition from something that just didn't work to something that I like. It's hard to describe. And and uh, how uh, does uh, your day in, in fashion design um, looks like? Sorry, would you mind repeating the question? I, I couldn't quite catch it. And how does the day of your job in fashion design look like? Oh, oh. so uh, right now I'm about to start a new job in a new city. So... Um, We'll see about the routine yet. However, I can describe the routine I had a few weeks back uh, when I was working as a studio coordinator and a designer in a fine art studio. So my day would start um, walking to my job in Hackney in London whilst listening to a French class as um, I've been studying French. And um, first thing in the morning would be to make sure that everyone's to-do list for the days prepared, including mine. And then I would have a catch-up with my boss, the artist, to go over my task and amend if needed. And after that, it would be a mix of creative managing and administrative tasks. Um, and I would stay at work late. Um, so I would leave at around 8 p.m. And then I would go to the gym. Once or twice a week, I would go to a museum I really like the late night museum events. I think that was one of my favorite things to do in London. And I think it will be also one of your favorite things to do in Paris. Oh, did I have it? Oh, I hope so. <laughs> well, there are many museums in Paris and uh, and you'll never get bored because there, there are so many things to see and so many museums to visit. Yeah, I am very, I'm happy about that and also so many fashion museums as I've seen so <laughs> and which do you assume as the most important skill for a successful fashion designer mm, I would say Nassim Nicholas Taleb I read this book by Nassim Nicholas Taleb and he uses this word anti-fragility it's a term to describe a phenomenon when one benefits from changes and disruption, when one thrives from the unexpected. It's the opposite of fragile. 
And um, I believe that being a designer is being on an uncertain ground all the time. Therefore, to manage to benefit from such state, I think it's crucial um, for a successful fashion designer. But I have to remind myself this one a lot. Uh, but you are uh, so young for fashion designer and uh, you have already achieved to work for well-known companies. Uh, what is your secret for success? Mm-hmm. I don't think I would be entitled to answer this one just yet, maybe in a few years, but I've always worked very hard and never got discouraged. So that's the thing I would say. And uh, how do you stay up to date regarding fashion? That's a good question, because uh, with the vast number of friends these days, it can really become overwhelming at times. But I've read about it. I watch fashion shows, but I mainly prefer to read and look at the pictures. And what I do to avoid to get lost, at least to an extent, I make a summary after each season in one document and I store these documents on my computer to take a look at it when I need to remind myself quickly, okay, what's going on, what was the past season, etc. What were the key, I don't want to say trends, but what were the key things that were happening and things like that. And which are the main challenges that young girls should be aware of if they want to work in the fashion industry? And what advice would you give to them? I think for me, the main challenge about fashion is how economically demanding studying it was. It's a beautiful major and I do love it. But there were moments when I would be chasing the deadline and I would be expected to pay for the machinists that I could not afford. However, despite all that, my advice would be, it is all worth it. And to not have a choice, but to do things on your own leads to greater understanding of the craft, which ultimately I'm very grateful for. And what advice uh, could you give to your younger self? Mm, to spend more time with the people that I love. Uh, that's great. And thank you very much for this inspir- inspiring talk today. Thank you very much for inviting me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you very much for listening to Raising Girls Global podcast, hosted by me, Vilma Luisa Gertan. Today's episode was written, researched and edited by Rania Daliani and me, Vilma Luisa Gertan. Design for the podcast was made by Elvira Manik. Rising Girls Voice by Martin Rienek. Looking forward to your company on our next episode. Rising, rising, rising girls!